This is the Brute Thought Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. This is Albert along with German and Ned. Here we are on a beautiful morning. We're doing an early pod. Normally we record um, later in the afternoon, so we're mm-hmm. wide awake here today. Of course, drinking coffee, yeah. like always. From a fancy coffee maker. And uh, today we're talking about life after COVID. So <laughs> as the world begins to open up... You know, life is looking more like normal, but I guess the question is, will it really be normal? You know, or is there, what what changes are going to happen? Um, you know, now that, you know, we've lived, you know, virtually, um, what's going to look different? And, uh, you know, after all this, I, I thought, you know, we're going to go virtual all the way. And like for work, you know, you, we saw this trend and working from home, that's the future. And looking at some reports that I've, that I've been looking at, I don't think working from home is the future. Um, you know, I, I, I saw that Apple's asking all their employees to go back to work by the end of the year. Google's doing the same thing. Facebook's doing the same thing. And these are, and I look at these companies and they're high tech, they're, they're technology companies. And you think, ah, oh, they don't have to be there. And and surprisingly, um, they're asking their employees to go back to work. You know, um, you know Tim Cook. Um, I was looking at one of his quotes that he that he gave, and and he says um, he says my gut says that for us it's still very important to physically be in touch with one another because collaboration isn't always a planned activity. He tells people. Um, so. I mean, what are you guys' thoughts? Is is uh, how's the world going to look different? Is I th- well, I think it's going to be it's a mixture of both, right? Because I think you you get the crowd that's going to be um, all in on the on being free and going out and and all that. Um, but I also do think there's always there's going to be an, a, a lasting uh, element of of people being unsure of other people being uh, just un- you know not trusting maybe you know not I think you're going to get the people that will forever be the the fist pumping people as opposed to handshakes. Um, I think there's going to be the people that have like hand sanitizer everywhere now, um, and I think there's even going to be the the, the people that wear masks everywhere now. Um, I remember when we when we when I, when I used to pre-COVID and I would go to downtown, uh, the only people you saw with masks were uh, were Asians, and it was typically Asian. Asian women who who have who would have uh, the mask coverings. It was always uh, weird, right? I was just yeah. It was always that. like okay, like you you live in L.A., so if you're scared about the the smog, like you're gonna have to get out of here. This is this this is not the place for you if, if you want to wear a mask. Um, but yeah, so I think that the effects are gonna be are gonna be not extreme, but I think we're gonna see both sides. I think we we. At least for us, I think we're more on the, this, you know, there's people that should be very careful, you know, high-risk people, older people, stuff like that. You should be, 
you know, you, you should be uh, more careful. But if you don't have that, I think it, it you need to, it, it's, it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Um, but yeah, I think life after COVID is going to be interesting because I think you're going to get the people who are going to, who are going to make up for lost time. But I do think you're going to also get the people who are, who use this time to be secluded and they're, they're going to have a tough time interacting with other human beings. And I think COVID, um, did for a lot of people, did remove a lot of people from the social, from social interactions, the structure that if you had, you know, if you were somebody who was overthinking your social interactions, that's only going to get highlighted because chances are you haven't been around other people in a long time. And so... Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I think it's going to be very interesting. But yeah, I, I think California is set to open completely June 15th or something like that. Oh, really? They gave an official date? Yeah. I, I wasn't even aware of that. The governor said uh, June 15th. The, open up. The economy. Full, you know, uh, full capacity? Full capacity. So like places like Disneyland right now that are at 25 right. or whatever, 10%, whatever Everything. it is, full capacity. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting because it's going to feel like L.A. again. Um, Starting to already with the traffic, right? Yeah, and so we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see how it all turns out. We're gonna see how it all plays out. Do you guys have any reservations about it kicking out, kicking kicking up again? About the the world, yeah, just up? life in general. No, I think it's good. I you know I went to a birthday party yesterday and we were there and nobody was wearing a mask and it felt like normal life i would have never if if you had to take that moment mm-hmm. and put it at you know a year ago you would not notice if you put it in 2019 you wouldn't have noticed you know mm. it seemed like normal right um so no i'm i'm, I'm okay with everything back opening back up i'm happy i'm glad that things are going back to normal um i have no issue with it i i think I agree with you that people that don't feel safe should just stay indoors. Um, that's kind of been my belief the entire time. Like, if you don't feel comfortable, just stay inside. But I think that those that do feel comfortable should be, you know, be allowed to be out and about and continue life. Um, because you can't just pot, you can't, we can't live in a world secluded and be shut indoors forever. Mm. That's not real. Yeah. At one point or another, we're going to have to face reality. Yeah, I think some people might even need therapy after this. And uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be. Cause I think you can almost spot the people that stayed alone the whole time. <laughs> um, and some some people did it because they were genuinely scared, and some people did it because because they they were they they didn't want to be looked at it in a certain light or way. Um, but regardless of that, I think those people are, are going to be affected. And it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a tough a tough comeback. But in, in terms of the... When you were talking about like working like virtually or, mm-hmm. or whatever, I, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but I think most people 
are more productive when they're at work in person. I agree with that. And I, I can, but I can also see the other side of like limiting office space and saving, saving money that way or, or, or the, the people that are more like task oriented and can get stuff done through online or whatever. So I don't know, I think it's an interesting conversation too. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I was amazed to, to see, I get other companies, but te- these tech companies that we're talking about, Apple, Google, I mean, you don't get any more techie than that. And you would think that if anybody's able to work from home, it's going to be these guys. And there is no plans in doing that. They, I think they understand that there's stuff that you can't do virtually. It, it's too many steps. It's it's one phone call to this person. They're busy. They're not going to answer. You have to wait 30 minutes to call them again. Um, you have to wait for them to email you back. When all of that could have been avoided uh, and done in person within the 15-minute uh, span. So I think um, they they get that also that some of the collaboration of, of, when it comes to innovation and new ideas and, and streamline the process, a lot of that stuff doesn't happen Virtually, it's not the same, mm. you know, because you're on, you're in a, you're in a room, you know, brainstorming and coming up with all these ideas, and like the energy is full, the energy, is, the room gets full of energy, and you you feed off each other, and it just bounces off, and I think that's really hard to do on a Zoom call. Um, I'm sure you still get some of that, but you don't get it all. Um, I know at my work, we've we'd have had a lot of, a lot of trouble with um, with the, our shipping department. It's been just. It's like issue after issue after issue, and I think it's because of that, because you know the customer changes this, their mind throughout the day for the, tomorrow's orders, and then you 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 know you reprint the stuff, you you retype the order, and sometimes they don't always get it because um, you don't hand it to them. You print it. Hey, I I, I send a text message or I call them. Hey, I printed the order. I reprinted it with with this new add-ons and. They forget, or it, mm-hmm. a lot of that has happened. Paperwork gets mis- misplaced, and I look at that, and I'm like, it's, it's, it's because probably because we're working from home, and some of these things could have been avoided had I been there. Yeah. Um, I, I think um, I do like that with, with now the, the flexibility of working from home is available because there's been times when it's 5 o'clock, I have to work another few hours, and I am hungry. I'm not in the best mood. I'd rather go home, eat, have dinner, and then then work some more at the comfort of my home, as opposed to an empty building. You're by yourself, and you go into a dark parking lot. And again, by yourself late at night. Um, so that is nice. That's a nice feature to have. Um, if companies will continue that, I know my well, my company is doing a hybrid system right now, to where we're going twice a week. And um, the other days we were from home. And I think they want us there full, at full time, but they haven't said that yet. I think just a matter of time until they do say that. But, um, I mean, it's nice to have the flexibility to do that. And I think a lot of um, employees, you know, moving forward may offer something like that. Mm-hmm. Where that's like a perk, hey, you know, you can work from home on these days. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not a full-time deal. I don't think most companies are going to go full-time. Um, unless they're able to it's like data entry kind of jobs um but i think if it requires you know um 
face-to-face interaction or if it requires more than just data entry and that's all you're doing, I think it's going to require you to be in, in person. Yeah, I I think for like the Google and the, the tech companies you're talking about, I think a lot of, even though they're tech companies, a lot of the innovation comes from the, the being together, the collaborating. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, and I think that's a big reason why, where I think other, I think the jobs that we will see more remotely are the, the call center jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because those are not, you're, you're, you're not collaborating with anybody. That's a, I'm taking your information. I'm checking up your account here. All right. Hey, you know, you got whatever. Um, and I think that those are the jobs that, that that we'll see being moved. But if we are working with people, you know, like in, in your case or Google's case, um, it makes it a lot harder to to work from home because you're not able to even read the room. And I think that's a big part of working with people, to being able to read the room. I, I think in terms of companies, what one of the things that that I was reading the other day was uh, how companies are having a hard time promoting, you know, because a lot of the promotional part uh, in within the job is it's not just who does the best work, but who has the who's who fits the best, you know, whose personality fits best, who's uh, you know, because you could be a great worker, but maybe your plan is to is to not stick around the company, so the company is not going to want to invest resources into you if they know in two years you might be out and about. Um, and so a lot of that has been stripped because, well, you don't have that. You you can't read someone's personality, someone's how they fit with the team and, and all that. And I think COVID, I think after COVID, we're going to see, uh, I think the, the we're going to see a lot of people have to relearn a lot of the social stuff that they forgot you know and just to, to be in a room again with somebody to to be attentive i know with like at work when we have zoom meetings or, or teams that uh, we use teams um i'm I, i'm logged in and if you check if i'm in i'm in but i might get up and like serve myself some coffee or i might get up and do whatever while they're talking Am I there? Probably not. Like if you if you tell me, hey, what happened at the thirty minute mark? I'd be like, I don't know, I don't know what they said. And so where I work, you know, you're there, you're attentive, you're. And so I think a lot of those things we're gonna see um, is the stuff that I think people are gonna struggle with because working from home has allowed a diff- a very different. I prefer it. I love it, but. It does. It has created different work habits. I think. Yeah, I think that there's good things though, like about work. You, you can, the, the example I shared earlier, where if you're working late, you can just like if you're working from home sure. and, and you're working late, you're yeah. you're gonna be home, which is nice. Right. You save on fuel. Um, you can work extra if, to take care of things, but also you, it also eats up your family time too because uh, that's one of my struggles. Where I have so much work, mm. I don't know when to stop. Yeah. I say five more minutes. I tell my wife five more minutes, and five more five more minutes turns into a half an hour. Mm. You know, to twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I catch myself working extra, more, more. And there's other people that are on the other side where 
they can't focus. They can't get it together all day. They they're not productive. So, yeah, I think you're getting both extremes. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was talking to to a guy this weekend, and and he was telling me he he's been working from home for ten years. Uh-huh. So nothing changed for him. And what he was telling me is that before. What COVID took was that before at five, he was able to say, all right, uh, uh, you know, I got to go. And he would get up, you know, I got to take my daughter here or whatever. And he said what COVID took away is I, the company now expected him to, to be there because where are you going to go? It's COVID. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was very interesting that, you know, when you go to the office, leaving the office even if you have a lot of work, even if you know tomorrow's going to be long as well, that leaving work is a sense of like, okay, I am done with this part of my day. I'm ready for whatever's next. Yeah. And when you work from home, there's almost no like break. You almost have to get out. You almost have to like, you know, get yeah. out of your house to like, okay, I left work already because if you go to the kitchen, well, work is just, you know, you can just pop up your, your open your, your computer and you're back at work. And so I thought, it, I had not thought about it like that. And it, made, and it made so much sense to me. We had a guy that he struggled, to, he was struggling to work from home when this whole thing started. <laughs> he would shower, he says, go outside <laughs> and open, come back inside his house and open the door <laughs> and pretend to go to work. <laughs> he said it worked, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I think it's just the mental of like I I I'm going into a place or yeah. whatever. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I, I never asked him if he actually left. The same yeah. Way. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I, I think I think life after COVID is going to be uh, um, an interesting to see how people are going to flock mm-hmm. to all these different places. Is there something you guys can't wait to do? Is this, okay, is there something you guys took for granted? Huh. Took for granted. Yeah. I I would say dining in I took for granted. I yeah? didn't know how nice it felt. Mm. So um my wife and I a year ago in May, COVID was was hitting strong and then yeah. I think in May it seemed like it was going to go away towards the summer. We went up to uh, Morro Bay, and up in Northern California, it was different. You know, there was a lot less restrictions, and we were able to dine inside for the first time in two months, right? Mm-hmm. And it was nice, man. It felt good, you know, um, just to be there and, and have a meal. You know, it felt awesome. It felt like it felt like a privilege. Mm. And then we came back down here. You know, I couldn't even use the restroom at a gas station. It was yeah. it sucked. You know, um, <laughs> and then um, so that was that's one right there. <laughs> yeah, the restroom. <laughs> the restroom. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, it was like dining in for me is like, yeah, okay, cool. I it's not very. I, it's not something I look forward to. I'm always like a drive-through or a pickup guy. <laughs> by nature, um, but yeah, like. I, sometimes I would drive to like a gas station and ask, "Can I use a restroom?" It's like, "No, it's out of order," or they'll give you another lie. <laughs> and then the only place that actually lets you use a restroom that I found is In and Out. 
<laughs> now? Well, I mean, even back then. Oh, okay. You could just go to in and out and use the restroom. But yeah, I, I guess that's that's the biggest thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the the thing I'm looking forward to the most is catching a baseball game in person. Yeah. What about you? Um, concerts and sporting events. Yeah. I think that that's the. Yeah. Just the atmosphere, the atmosphere, um, just the whole thing. Because um, it, it, it's it's so enjoyable. Uh, it, it it was tiring, and I, and you do get to a place where it's like, oh man, this is like, is it worth it? Is it worth it to go, you know, through all the traffic and do this and do that? And now I'm just like, yeah, it's 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 worth it. It's so worth it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's something I. I I took for granted, and I and, and I can't wait to to be able to do that again. I I think also I was reading that there's been a new uh, growth for for appreciation of nature. So this year, the, the, these parks, these national parks, had had has have had more visitors than ever before. Mm. So a lot of people are going out. They're they're visiting um, nature and enjoying it and. That's something that my wife and I did this year as well. We went out to Utah, and it was it was packed, man. And I think people are are taking the time to do that because they can't go to sporting events. They they couldn't do that. So, but I think that's going to continue. People are into the working out more and, and being healthy to to grow their immune system and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I do see a, a, a new that trend being pushed more and more mm. as well. I do think. Do Do you guys think theaters are gonna survive? I think the they'll slowly phase out. But yeah, I mean they 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 opened not not too long ago. But yeah, I I think streaming is the future. <laughs> I think that's up to them. That's up to Hollywood uh, how they go about it because they could have been put away a long time ago, and they. You know, you have HBO Max that that has um, the streaming ability, right? If they stop that and say the only way, way to catch a movie is in theaters, I think people are going to go back. But if they continue doing that and then let people watch movies from home, I think kind of like we were talking about earlier about church, mm-hmm. how we you know we were saying that some churches are are going to stop streaming their, their their services online because they want people to go back into the building as opposed yeah. to. Watch it in your comfort of your your bed or your sofa. Yeah, I think it's the same thing, because um, I've heard a conversation once about this prior to COVID, and they were saying that um, the whole reason why theaters hadn't died out was because there was a push to to not not um, not take it not, not stream it from home, and I think if they push it, that they can survive because people like to go to theaters. It's, I mean, it's always nice. I always liked enjoyed it when. It's a big movie, you know, Avengers, and oh my God, did you go see? The, you catch that movie? And I think it, it's always cool to 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 watch it with other people. Mm, you know, okay. and they applaud. I remember watching the Star Wars Episode One, and I was and I was a kid, and I don't know what year it was, two thousand and nineteen ninety nine. I remember watching it, standing in line. It wasn't even that long of a line, but applauding, and it was just an experience. And I think you're gonna miss all of that. And I don't, I really, I really hope it doesn't go away. I really hope. 
that theaters continue. I think going to a theater is almost it's almost like watching a play, watching a, like a, a musical to an extent. It's just it's just a motion picture. Yeah, mm. yeah, because yeah, I I think it's gonna. Be, I think of those type of businesses, you know, because I think the the food, obviously, I think it's going to come back with a, like, strong. People are going to go everywhere all the time now. Yeah. Um, Disneyland's always gonna, obviously going to be okay and, and all the sporting events. But I think of, like, the theaters because they they've obviously lost a lot of money and if the theater was expensive before, I can imagine it's going to get a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. And if you're paying for whatever streaming services, you're kind of like, eh, do I wait? You know, and it's almost what used to happen with Blockbuster. We'd be like, oh, I'll just wait till, till, till Blockbuster has it. Yeah, and and I think that's. I'm not a big movie goer. I don't go to the theaters all that much, but um, yeah, I, I was thinking of, of them because I was like, man, like I wonder, I wonder if there's a, the crowd that's going to keep them alive. I wonder if there's the people that can, you know, I guess what we can use like King Kong or whatever, or Mortal Kombat that I think comes out next week. And are people going to be like, you know what? No, I'm going to go to the theaters and watch this. Mm-hmm. As opposed to like, I can just open HBO Max and watch it like right now. And I already paid my 15 bucks. That's it. I don't have to go to the theater. I don't have to stand in line. I don't have to wear my mask. I don't have to pay an arm and a leg for popcorn. I can just watch it right now. And I wonder... If there is enough people around the, the, the U.S. to keep theaters alive. I think as, as, the, as the experience becomes better in your home, I think that's what I meant, like, it, it will phase out. Because I think there are some people that prefer to, to go to the theater because yeah. I've, I've met these people. And... <laughs> and uh, they're real. All the evidence you need. They exist. <laughs> so, a movie like Godzilla and Kong, right? Mm-hmm. That movie. I mean, I'm not interested in watching that movie. I think it's a movie that's been redone tons and tons of times, right? It's the same movie over and over again. But I hear it was it did great. Like people rushed to go watch it in theaters. Really? Yeah. And and I don't think that would have been a movie that people would have rushed to go see had. You know, you don't think so? I don't think so. I, I think so because yeah. it, it's a very like fantasy, big like that's a that's a very that's an IMAX movie. Yeah, like you know the sounds gonna be crazy. The the like everything's just gonna be exaggerated. Uh-huh. I saw it. It was good. Yeah. I liked it. I'm sure with a bigger screen and a bigger and a bigger speaker, it would have sounded even even more amazing. Yeah, and that's that's what I mean. Like, what I was going to is they'll probably head to a, to a place where, like, they'll have movie premieres and they'll probably have it out for like a, a week or something, and then like for just to accommodate those people that want that experience. Yeah, maybe. And then I think eventually we'll just 
cease to exist. Yeah. Yeah, because I get like I wa- I like watching basketball games in person uh-huh. and baseball games. I prefer to watch those in person. And specifically basketball, I think you get a better feel for a player when you watch them in person. And your appreciation for them grows. And I think it's just the better. I think you're able to... I remember when I first watched um, Giannis, and he was like, he was a baby. but And he was just so long, so big. You're just like, dude, this guy's ridiculous. Um, and then Durant, the same thing. But football, for example... I prefer watching it at home. Yeah. Because I I have Sunday NFL Sunday ticket. And if I go to the SoFi Stadium and I'm watching the Rams and the Chargers versus whoever, um, that's all I'm watching. That's all I can watch. If I'm home, I'm watching all of it and I'm keeping track of my fantasy team. Football, I think, is the one that... Out of all the sporting events, I am not that. I'm not. I'm not planning my. Oh yeah, man! I can't wait to go to the X football game. And it's an easier watch too on TV. Yeah. Like just in general, if even if you're just gonna watch one game, you can see most of what's going on on TV. And then you can see the line. You know the. The first down line. Yeah, you can't see that. You don't get that. Yeah. <laughs> That's that one's hard for me with the times that I've been to. Well, the one time I went to a football game, it was. Not having that line was hard. Yeah, it was. It was more about the experience, if anything. Yeah. When, when people go to an NFL game, I think it's more experience driven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about gyms? Do you guys think they'll survive? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. I think stuff like gyms, food, um, will be fine. I think if anything, gyms will be even more. Mm-hmm. You know, even more packed. Um, the ones I am low-key worried about are all these, like, not even, I'm not even worried about them. Like, all these, like, you know, Brenda's Cakes, you know, all these people that during the pandemic, like, dip strawberries in chocolate, and all of a sudden they were, they, they had a chocolate, a strawberry chocolate business, you know, where they were selling stuff. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about those people, because what's going to happen... Because now, now you're going to be competing with real businesses. Now it's no longer a, hey, you know, support me. Now you're competing with, with other. The competition gets even more. And so I, I wonder what's going to happen with them. What's going to happen with those kinds of businesses, the small businesses that came up or the, the pop-up the the from from home coffee shops that started, what's gonna happen with those coffee shops? Uh, because you're now gonna have the ability to to go anywhere. And I, I remember I tried this coffee place uh, in South Central, and they were getting a lot of a lot of buzz on on Instagram. And I went. Coffee sucked. It was very. It, it, I might as well. Should have ordered a cup of a uh, cup of milk. It, it was just it was just so bad. It was just bad. And then uh, somebody, who, whoever tried it with me, my friend that tried it with me, who likes coffee, were like, "Yeah, this is bad." 
And so I didn't go off of my recommendation because I can be very, you know, very strict when it comes to that. But he was like, yeah, this is bad. This is milk. I got milk. I didn't get coffee. Uh, and so, so that place, I didn't go back again. Do they survive? Because if I could go work at, you know, pick whatever coffee shop, I'd rather go there than go to this person. And so I, I, I'm, I'm worried about them. I'm I worried think, about those small businesses. I think also in addition to that, there's a lot of businesses that failed. And mm-hmm. once everything opens up, they're going to try to open back up again, yeah. which is going to create even more yeah. competition. Yeah. So I guess if you adapt, maybe you survive. But most people won't, I think. I think the market will, will dictate mm-hmm. it. So if your business is, if that was good coffee, I think it's, it survives. You know, if the product is good, I think if people find the value in it, yeah, it can continue. Pandemic or no pandemic, but um, even that I think is still a big question. Yeah, and the, the reason why I say that is because, like, let's say, like, when when everything opens up fully. Mm-hmm then you're not only going to have to compete with taste because there's a lot of good coffee spots. Now, you're also going to have to compete with competence and, and, and people being efficient because that's a big thing too in business. If you're not efficient, you can, you can die. Yeah. And also, I think the, the rea- the, just the be, being reliable. Like if you're... What's reliable about Starbucks, for example, and if you like, oh, well, Starbucks, their coffee sucks. What's reliable about Starbucks is their, especially at everything, I can go and sit there. Mm-hmm. And if I have to work, study, whatever, my coffee may not taste as great, but at least I can work here. And I think that's the, the challenges that a place like, like a, a good, good coffee shop that's from someone's home because am I going to go hang out at your house? <laughs> I don't know. Like and, and I think, and, it's, and those places were good for pandemic because you go, you take the picture, you go home, you chill. Mm-hmm. Very few people are going to be looking for that experience. Everyone's going to want to go to the, the place. Hey, we are here. Look at us. We, we're here. Is the coffee good? Mm. But we're here. As a, and I think that's going to be really hard because even if you are good, you can the resources will be. I think will will, will be the thing that that you're that you're fighting against. There's um one thing I saw an, an improvement during the, is the, the how all these restaurants adapted to to takeout. Right. You know, before you get takeout, it sucked. Yeah. Like you you were missing this, you were missing that. Um, you would never you, your your food wasn't packaged properly, right? And now your food is, you know, for the most part, you might be missing things here and there, but your food is packaged to a whole new level. Yes, and I think that opens up a whole new market of takeout mm-hmm. um, that wasn't there before. Yeah, to where hey, let's just do takeout. Before you know, Lucille's restaurant, you know, you know, for example, smoke ribs. I want to go there. Now, hey, let's just do takeout. Pick it up. They do a good job, you know. So I think that opens up a whole new, new, um, new market. And I think there'll be a lot of restaurants that 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 do a, 
great job um, doing takeout, mm. and that's just another area of their business that they're opening up to. Yeah, and that and I th- and that it just adds even more competition. Yeah, you know, because if you're cooking from your house, you don't have the resources of a Lucille's to right. to buy the the new tech of how to package ribs. You're you're sending them in just the the styrofoam, and not everything travels well in styrofoam. Right. And I think that's what's hard. Like it's so it's gonna be I I'm interested to see what happens to all of these because they are um they were all a product of the pandemic. All of them. You know, because you had time, you had time to think, you had the whole thing. And but how are what's the next what would be the next step that, that I'm interested to see what goes on? Because even with churches. Churches, I think, are going to have to make decisions on what's going to happen to them and how are they going to adapt, how are they going to move um, as we get closer because they, they're they faced with a very tough problem of, of do you include members that are not there? And obviously there's exceptions to the rule, but I hadn't thought about closing down our streaming until I had a conversation that, that I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. And when that pastor told me that, I was like, man, like I, I think I want to do that too. Yeah. I, I think this all this whole online virtual thing is great in, 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 in on paper. Yes. It's great. But I think once you, now that we lived it, we realize it's not so great. No. Um, yeah. The truth is, you know, we didn't always watch the stream, the streaming, anyways, online, the church, the church service, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. We didn't always do it. You know. Once in a while. Yeah. We did. Um, and even if you turned it on, you weren't interactive. Yeah, you were on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, and that's. <laughs> I I would see you know, and I would see the people that were in the room with me, checked out. <laughs> so it's one. It was one of those things that. I can't trust you to like. I work from home. I, I know what I'm doing during a an important team meeting. I'm on my phone. I'm uploading a picture to the Bruce Thoughts Podcast Instagram. Like I, that's what I'm doing. I I am I am not in, and and so it did make me think. Like I for for interactive places, obviously. Um, it, it would change for but, sure. But there are good things though. So, yeah. um, like for example, a lot. I'm sure that a lot of some there's things where you have to like show up to to sometimes to to do like an introductory with with like a like there's like meetings sometimes that you have to do in person, and sometimes you realize you get you get there and you're there for like five ten minutes and then you're oh done. yeah yeah so yeah. I, Zoom has allowed. For sure, that yeah. to be replaced by Zoom. Yeah. So I think that's kind of cool how a lot of that stuff can get avoided. Yes. Um, and now you're streaming down the 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 process. So it's like a it's a three piece it's a three piece thing, right? The first one you do Zoom, the second one you do Zoom, and then the third one you actually go there when you really need to be there. Right. To close yeah. the deal, you, you yeah. Go there. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of that, and I think it's opened up the door to avoid certain trips for no reason. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Because even with church, I think what the beauty of it, you can have counseling over Zoom. Face-to-face, you're seeing mm-hmm. each other. You know, it, it works. You know, because maybe 
you can go visit them. They can come visit you. You know, I, you know, if it's something very serious. You can't just talk about it at like a coffee shop because you know people yeah. are around. And Zoom offers such a great opportunity for that. So yeah, I agree with you. That there's a lot of good things that came from the the pandemic and all of that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. One of my favorite things was the the drive through parties. The drive through parties. I love that. I, I, they're not going to stay, obviously, but I love that. Because yeah. it's, it's just like, hey, here's your gift. See you later. And you just, you just go about your day. Uh, I knew a few people that, that <laughs> didn't do that too efficiently. They just stayed. And it's like, oh, that's not how it works. It, it, was, it was in a drive-by. It was a, it was a drive-in stay. It was a hang-by. <laughs> it, was, it was like a, it was a drive-in. It was a drive-in. <laughs> one, one of my favorite things is the whole working out from home. Um, mm. You know, Ed and, and uh, well, I say Ed, kind of you know we we built a gym here. Yeah. Um, he he did the most of the building, um, <laughs> but we we have a gym at the house now, and as I say it's growing. It um, we have pretty much you can get a workout right now, full workout. So for you so. guys, is the gym like man? We don't need it. Um, it it is if if you just want to stay in shape. But at least for me personally, I, I like the competition that a gym brings. Hmm. And I, that's the only aspect of it I I miss. Hmm. And also like talking to people maybe a little bit after about the workout. Like, But I mean, for all intents and purposes, I think it's, it's fine like that. Right. Because he does CrossFit. And, and CrossFit, it was built on socializing. It was mm. built on competition. Okay. So it's different than if you used to go do weights at 24-hour fitness. Yeah. That's more of, you can go in there and not talk to anybody. Right, right. Walk out. But the CrossFit is built on that. Like, you build competition. You build, mm. you work out with teammates. and The encouraging. And yeah, so the CrossFit is one of those things where um, you, 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 you need that. And I can see his need for that just based on, on that. Yeah, because, like, the 24-hour fitness crew... Not not to bash on them or anything, but like <laughs> when they do talk, it's mo- mostly about like, "Hey man, did you see my my last rep? Like, I, looks good, right? <laughs> like, you know, just like yeah. let me show you my abs or something. Yeah. Like, it's like very vain <laughs> stuff. Yeah, where I'm not gonna say CrossFit doesn't have that because they do. They they have a lot of it, and that's the thing I don't like. But they also have the other part that you're you're talking about, mm-hmm. which I think. Is important, and it's a, it's a beautiful experience. I I, there, I did it for a short time when I would go to the gym and um, to, to the CrossFit gym, mm-hmm. and I, I see why. Like it's like a little family, man. It's almost like going to church where you, you know, church is like your second family. It's almost like that where, where these people, you know, they're 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 your crew, man, and you know, you work out with them, you compete with them, and, yeah, and um, you want to hang out with them afterwards, you know, and yeah. eat some pizza, you know. <laughs> I think. It, in terms of church too, I think like like pe- people are gonna find out like oh maybe we could keep this, uh, but you guys still have to come in person. Where like maybe a lot of people aren't gonna stream it anymore because of those because of those reasons of like you want people to come in, uh, but you could still release the podcast of that. No, no, for later. sure. Yeah, the, and, and like that that's like yeah. a really good happy medium where it's like if you can't make it good but you yeah. can still listen to it later yeah no no for sure i think the plan the plan is uh 
you re- you release it the next day. Yeah, yeah. And if Perfect. and if you say like, hey, I you know, because what you get now is, oh yeah, I was at church today. I I logged on, and you know, as we talked about, you know, skeptical about that, but you now you would get the like, oh, I I didn't go to church. Yeah, you missed it. You missed. You you watched it. Good for you, but you missed church. The whole purpose of church is the fellowship, the the community, and you missed that. You saw the sermon, great, awesome. But and I think that's the and obviously every business is different. Obviously, you know, you you, you the businesses that need people or, or, or the places that need people like church, restaurants, stuff like that, are I think will push that. And I think for me theaters will I I think if you're a theater you're kinda of hoping that all these places stop streaming and all these studios just start sending you all the movies mm-hmm. to survive. But we'll see. So, yeah. But I think what's interesting is that didn't most of these options already exist? Like the the whole Fandango experience, like you could technically stream, no? but not to the not to the extent where you get it now. No, it wasn't as I I was I don't even know too much, uh, but. When it's released in the theaters, you couldn't watch it. No. no? Oh, no. How long would you have to wait before? It would it depends. It depended on the studio, like their contracts with you know different people, mm. with the different you know, because mm-hmm. everyone, with all these streaming sites, it, what's hard is that all of them are connected to a, a studio. So like HBO Max has all the like, I think um, Universal stuff. No, no, no. Um, uh, I don't know. Peacock has all the Universal stuff, so anything done with the Universal, they have, and so it it just it makes it a. Uh, it's going to be interesting how it goes because sometimes a movie in in the theaters would last what a month, yeah, two months, a month. yeah, two months maybe. Yeah. Now, how good it was. so now you go from t- a month to months to do you get it for two weeks and then go to streaming. Because also, if you're streaming, it 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 kind of go. You know, if if I'm paying for HBO Max, and I I well I I I would save more money if I just go buy one ticket to the theater as opposed to paying for the service that's supposed to give me the movie. But I gotta wait two months for it. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know how. Yeah. That's gonna work. It's gonna be interesting. I, I think it's up to them, really, if if they can decide that. Because I think people will want to watch the movies. I know a lot of movies got postponed and they didn't get released. Yeah. Um, that were supposed to come out last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, sh- it should definitely be interesting though. Because um, I'm I'm surprised the movie business has lasted this long. You know, because streaming is not new. It's been around, like I said, for a while now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it, it could have. This could have been done a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We shall see. But I think uh, as long as where people are more, are willing to go out and and be with other people, I think we're gonna get a. It's gonna be a big win. I think for everyone's morale to be a, around other humans and and not interact over emojis, uh, but interact in person and hear someone laugh, hear someone respond to a joke, because um, I think that's the beauty. Of life, and I think life after COVID is going to be a uh, overall. I think a beautiful thing because you're going to be able to see people's faces, mm-hmm. and you're going to be able to to 
to just truly see them. Um, and I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to everything opening back up and being normal. Yeah. Bye, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is the Brutal Podcast, guys. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Yeah, you can uh, check us out on social media. You can uh, you can listen to all our pods everywhere you get your pods. Please rate, review, subscribe. And our Instagram handle for all the coffee stuff is uh, brewthoughts.podcast. And uh, we'll catch you guys later. Drink coffee.